0: Hi everyone, and welcome to Cranking Off, the only podcast-certified uh, schizo I'm your host, Mitchell. Uh, I first want to discuss what I envisioned the scope of this podcast being. As a resident of the eternally cursed state of California, and more specifically, currently occupying the remains of the Bay Area, I spent a good deal of my life living in one of the strangest places in the whole damn US of A. And not in the uh, hippy-dippy sense, but more in a uh, malice-tinged cosmic sense. So my first focus is going to be on the wonders of this uh, damnable place and its uh, hellacious residents. Examples being uh, Santa Cruz, California, Mount Shasta, Bohemian Grove, uh, Hollyweird, or as I like to call it, well, I guess I already called it Hollyweird, <laughs> Hollywood, uh, and a whole host of other weird and freakish things that happen here on a regular occurrence. So the first week of every month I'll dedicate or I'll dedicate that to one of these lovely places. Uh, sometimes it'll be multiple parts, other times just a fun little one-off. For the second week, it'll be a discussion of uh, UFO, cryptid, ultra-terrestrial, ghost, conspiracy, various what-have-yous book that I'm currently reading so that should lead to some serious uh, brain stupefaction for myself and whoever has the uh, serious misfortune of listening to me for the third week it would be uh, movie of the month time so watching a film that I think really embodies our ethos here at cranking off and lastly but certainly not leastly we will be talking or doing something that really embodies the crank mindset from insane documentaries to just chatting This will be a fun little break But like I said, this first week is going to be about a very special place in my heart. A place where I had the distinct misfortune of uh, living for almost five years. Santa Cruz. So, I don't know how many of you have been to Santa Cruz. I don't even know who's listening to this, honestly. But if you're going to Santa Cruz, California, uh, the way most people do, which is from the north, uh, you'd be going on a fun little highway uh, called Highway 17 and in case you're wondering what that is like imagine going up into hills but also very curvy and is one of the deadliest highways in california so that's fun yeah this in the 80s this was notorious for being a death trap at night it's still pretty pretty bad but they've at least put in a center divider now um because there used to not be one so you could just you know if you doze off for a second just go head on into the opposite road so that's cool And of course, because this is such a uh, frequently died on road, I don't know how else to phrase that, frequently died on road, you get various ghost sightings. So there's one of an old woman in white, which I think that might just fit into the woman in white stuff, but I'm not 100% sure because she doesn't seem to be hitching. She just kind of seems to be standing in the middle of the road most of the time, as well as various other sightings of ghosts. So... You know, even getting into the town itself is sort of a uh, arduous and, uh, to say the least, unpleasant experience. So once you get into Santa Cruz proper, the main way you're going to go in is on Ocean Street. And so as you're driving down Ocean Street, you will get to uh, this light. And there's like a big hospital on the right. A jack-in-the-box and this place called the jury room. And let me, that jack-in-the-box right there, uh, that's where I spent many a night after working at the boardwalk with various people uh, just, you know, getting off at 1 a.m., getting screamed at by uh, drunk middle-aged dudes who are angry because they couldn't knock down on the bottles. So it was always a good place to kind of declutter the mind unless, you know, there was some dude losing his shit in there, which more often than not there was. Um, But right across from that jack-in-the-box is, as I said, the jury room. And for those of you who are familiar with the TV show Mindhunters on Netflix, you'll know about a guy named Ed Kemper. Craving this awful, raging, eating feeling inside. I could feel it consuming my insides. And Ed Kemper is, I would say, one of the most notorious serial killers of the 20th century. Uh, He's known as a co-ed killer known for particularly brutal killings of mostly women who go to who went to uc santa cruz but also his mother and there are some very frightening uh, interviews that he does where he's very lucid and talking about these things which is why i'm sure david fincher wanted to use him for his tv show mindhunters because you know ed kemper likes to talk and he's a big fucking guy and he's weird looking and you know he kind of just hung out in this spot and would like try to help the cops and yeah, so I, you know, you're two blocks in the Santa Cruz, and you're driving by a uh, the uh, hangout spot of um, one of the most famous serial killers of the 20th century. So that's also fun. And then of course, you know, what is a cursed California spot without, or really cursed American spot without, uh, you know, going into various massacres of Native tribes of the area. So I'm going to butcher this name, but I believe it's Oloni. Lore, I don't know if I'm saying that right, and I apologize if I'm not. And the uh, Pogonip, which means uh, white death, because a uh, a supposedly a rivaling tribe uh, completely swept through the hills near Santa Cruz sometime before distinct misfortune of the white man coming over. But yeah, so th- this 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 supposedly enemy tribe came through and just absolutely decimated everyone like to the point where you know the the biggest spot from what i understand and what i've read is up by uc santa cruz once again where supposedly you could not walk without stepping on a bone of some sort um from from these massacres the other supposed origin which i'm less inclined to believe of the supposed white death is the uh There was a story of a shipwrecked uh, sailor and he, you know, the natives were going to put him to death. One of them supposedly said that, no, don't kill this guy. And they killed him anyways. And then this guy killed himself and then cursed the whole area, which, you know, if you know anything about Santa Cruz is believable of that place being under some sort of ancient curse. Far more inclined to believe the sort of uh, massive massacre thing as opposed to a curse when it comes to uh, bad juju. And then uh, speaking of dead white settlers, the mission in Santa Cruz is uh, one of only two martyrdoms in the entire mission system, which was probably almost certainly deserved. And then there's also just a wonderful history of lynchings in the area from the 19th century. They would just kind of round round up various criminals and uh, hang them in lynch mobs. So that's cool. Other fun little curiosities about Santa Cruz are the uh, Sunshine Villa, which is now like an old person's home that's maybe a quarter mile from where I lived up on Beach Hill I'd walk by it most days going to work when you walk by it it's a very like it's very yellow it looks nice when you see it now but supposedly when Alfred Hitchcock saw it in the 1950s that's what inspired him to design the Bates home from psycho so that house is based on the Sunshine Villa in Santa Cruz Uh, I believe they've done various remodeling to kind of change the appearance of it, but you know, you could theoretically find old images of what the Sunshine Villa used to look like, and I guess it kind of looks exactly like the Bates' home. So that's another fun little thing in that area. Oh yeah, and then there's the uh, notoriously haunted Brookdale Lodge uh, that's been featured on various ghost hunting shows, uh, including my beloved dumb ghost adventure boys. (laughs) my name is zach bagans i never believed in ghosts until i came face to face with one so i set out on a quest to capture what i once saw onto video zach bagans is you you gotta you gotta hand it to him the man the man is is a showman and you know what I we gotta love him folks one of the most famous ghosts there is a ghost named sarah logan who was a little girl who supposedly drowned in the creek that runs through the middle of the Brookdale Lodge. For some reason, there's just a creek going through the direct middle of this place. There's various like physical incidents of ghosts attacking people, scratches, uh, people feel like they're being pushed, stuff like that. So pretty typical, I mean, it's not typical, but pretty, you know, if you're shooting a ghost adventures, you want to go to a place where people are getting scratched, scratched and shoved. Uh, but there is kind of a uh, weird history of very famous and very infamous people attending the brookdale lodge and staying there for some reason uh various presidents actors uh for some reason a lot of mobsters came through the door of its heyday and the brookdale lodge is not in santa cruz proper it's up in ben lomond which is i don't know 15 20 minutes north in the redwoods so it's a little out of the way for people to just kind of be like oh hey let's go stay at this place so i you know when you get presidents, actors, and mobsters all frequenting one place where there's a very infamous death of a little girl, that kind of raises the hairs in the back of my neck. It tells me that maybe there is something more going on there. Uh, yeah. So that's the very brief Brookdale Lodge. I'm sure I will do a, a, a much bigger thing on it later on. And then, of course, how can we not talk about the Redwoods of Santa Cruz without talking about Felton and its Bigfoot Museum? It's not Willow Creek. It's not the Willow Creek Bigfoot Museum. It's not as good as that. But for some reason, the Santa Cruz Mountains are one of the hotspots of Bigfoot sightings on the West Coast. I don't know why, but people see a lot of Bigfoots there. Big Feet. The the Bigfoot Museum in Felton is kind of crummy. It's a little run down. People just scream at this guy on the street for some reason. I don't know why. He see people call him like a scam artist, which is, you know, it's probably not untrue. But there's a lot of hate directed towards this man by residents of Santa Cruz for some reason. Just also because residents of Santa Cruz are generally kind of psychotic and unhinged. Which I have a whole theory about why that is later. There's there's that very active big, Bigfoot stuff there. Um, I think that stuff kind of just pops up in the redwoods no matter what. Because I'm sure I can look in every big redwood forest and you would find various Bigfoot sightings. So... I wonder if there's a correlation between that. I'll have to look into that later. There's also in the Felton area, someone, and this, you got to take this with a, with a big, 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 big grain of salt because it it was from Slash X, but there is a pretty, I mean, it gets posted in a lot of the green text, Skinwalker stuff on X, like the, hey, spook me out stuff. You kind of got to take that with a big grain of salt. But there has been a a reported skinwalker encounter in Santa Cruz, California. Or not Santa Cruz, but the greater Santa Cruz area. So, yeah, I I find that to be very interesting. It's a a good story. I think the guy's full of shit. But it's one of those things where you're like, well, that's fucking weird. Why is that person even making that up there? Because there's never been like, reported skinwalker sightings in Santa Cruz. I I think the skinwalker is even, like, primarily, I think it's, like, a central tribe thing, like, Central American tribe. I think particularly the Navajo. So, I don't know why it would be a coastal tribe that would have skinwalkers when that's not at all a thing. So, again, a guy's probably full of shit, but, uh, hey, it's a weird shit that happens there, and, uh, I think it's interesting. Also, Uh, the movie Lost Boys. Uh, Wonderful Joel Schumacher, Kiefer Sutherland. I think his name is Damian Miller. I don't know. It's the son of Jason Miller who played Father Karras in The Exorcist. And Alex Winter's in it as well. And the Corey Haim and Corey Feldman, which, again, going back to the Brookdale Lodge, presidents, actors, and mobsters all used to kind of hang out around there. So it's a little weird that two of the probably poster children of Hollywood abuse towards children uh, were in Santa Cruz during the 80s. And I don't know how much you guys know about this place because I'm kind of going over broad strokes because I don't want to get too drawn into one particular thing. But Santa Cruz before the earthquake of 1989, so the um the one that collapsed parts of the MacArthur Maze. I think it knocked out a part of the Bay Bridge, killed a lot of people in the Bay Area. Was centered in the Santa Cruz Mountains. I think I can't remember the exact name of the bridge, or not the bridge, the earthquake when you think about santa cruz you kind of think of the boardwalk you think of all the touristy bullshit it was not like that before the earthquake it was like a run town, like kind of hippie casualties like people who got burnt out on acid lived there which is still a lot of the same crowd as today but you know not quite i would say it was probably more akin to people who live in the shasta like Redding area as opposed to what it is now, which is like various tech freaks and uh Republican uh hippies. So yeah, I think that that, that earthquake kind of restarted the area, for better or for worse. But as I was saying, the Santa Cruz in the nineteen eighties was a I mean, it's still not a great place to be. There's a lot of uh various seedy elements to it that a lot of people don't quite get because you know when i when i i knew people who lived downtown and they would see various robbings probably once or twice a week in the middle of the night on that street down there so it's just not a not a great place to be unfortunately so as i was saying lost boys was set in santa cruz funnily enough i used to work in the store that the big bad has max's video store i i worked in that place it's called um Bay shop i think i don't remember i don't even know if it's still open because of the pandemic yeah if you ever want to go see where max's video store was and where i spent three years of my life go down to the bay shop on the wharf and uh be overwhelmed by uh god what were some of the horrific t-shirts we had uh i can't even remember there was something about like beaches like bitches I, i it was just it was a nightmare it was the tackiest bullshit in the world it's basically just a way to trick tourists into giving their money to you if they forgot a sweater. Um, Anyways, yeah, so the, the Santa Cruz of pre-1989 versus Santa Cruz post-1989. The pre-1989 is what ins- kind of, I think, inspired Joel Schumacher. And Clues talks about it this on Visa blog. was a very dangerous place back then, and it still kind of is, as I said. But there was a lot of murders, a lot of cult activity down there. Because it's just one of those places that kind of attracts those kinds of people. So I think it's very interesting to look at how sort of these various murders and um, criminal activities inspired kind of the look of Lost Boys. Because that's the thing. If you look at what people dress like in Lost Boys versus what they dress like in Santa Cruz now, a lot of the people still kind of look like that. And I don't know if that's, like, a conscious thing or if it's just, like, a, uh, hey, this is kind of a Santa Cruz look. We're just going to vibe with it. You know what I mean? So, Santa Cruz kind of had a reputation before the 89 earthquake, before it kind of was able to get a facelift, quote-unquote. So, I, I think that that is kind of contributing to a lot of that strangeness that is going on there. So, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of weird shit in Santa Cruz. Um... Like I said, the the house that inspired the Bates home from Psycho I lived literally a quarter mile away. One of the only martyrdoms of the mission system in California, which I don't know what you know about the California mission system, but it was particularly brutal and particularly harsh by the Spaniards. Oh God, speaking of Mission Santa Cruz, totally forgot to mention this. So they had originally... Moved the original mission, but left the graveyard there, but they moved all the tombstones. So it's kind of like Toby Hooper's Poltergeist is there's this whole community or not community, but there was various buildings built on top of the unmarked graves. So I think that that kind of contributes to a lot of the uh, psychic damage of the area is a lot of people are just living on unmarked graves, uh, especially kind of where the old mission used to be. So I think they got a lot of those up during the kind of rebuild. But it would not surprise me if there's still a lot of uh, unmarked bodies around there. God, it is weird how that is almost like poltergeist. That is wild. But yeah, so there's there's the white death, the pogo nip that I talked about. Um, whether or not it's the you know the tr- that tribe coming through during the fog and just completely wiping everyone out and li- leaving the area so littered with bones that you couldn't even walk, or if it's the curse. Uh, from a native who helped a white man who was going to be killed but you know there's just so much weird shit oh god also there is a ufo sighting in 2008 in capitola california um there's not a lot of information about it it's kind of your standard we saw lights in the sky i don't know if there's any strong military presence in that area because i think a lot of the ufo activity is based on the sort of misidentifying of classified objects as alien and the disinformation put out by that. But yeah, so the, there was genuine strange lights. It, I don't know what that could be. Cause like I said, it's the articles about it are just kind of like, Oh, we saw this fucking thing in the sky and they're from like 2008. So, you know, the uh, Santa Cruz Sentinel is not exactly a uh, bastion of uh, journalistic integrity. But yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And then there was when I was living there, there was various high profile murders. Um, There was a little girl who went missing who was killed by one of the boys in her apartment complex. There was a guy who went fucking insane from a bad hit of acid and stabbed a bunch of people or stabbed his parents. Uh, I actually knew people who knew him. Yeah. And so it's it's very it's a very strange place that I think takes a very heavy toll on your psyche and your ability to kind of function while you live there. Because I lived there for five years and I have never felt worse than when I lived there. And let me tell you, I lived in some fucking weird places. I lived in Orange County for six months. I lived in the shadow of San Francisco for almost my entire life. I've lived in various sort of rich Republican areas because of my parents. So there is, you know, I've, I've had to deal with some absolute freaks in my life, but Santa Cruz, nothing quite like it. So yeah, I have... Oh, and this is a fun little teaser for next time when we talk about Santa Cruz Part 2. Santa Cruz lies on the 37th parallel, which for those of you who don't know, the 37th parallel is the uh, paranormal superhighway running through America, if not the world. This goes through uh, Dulce and various other, you know, I mean, Dulce is the most famous one, uh, but, you know, there's... On that 37th parallel, there are so, so much higher concentrated activity in that in that line than anywhere else in America, um, as we can see with Santa Cruz, where you have Bigfoot, Skinwalker, uh, various massacres, Ed Kemper. Uh, so I, I think that that all of this stuff combined sort of mixing with the kind of person who was drawn to Santa Cruz, because I had a friend who who was kind of one of these people who was on the streets a lot, uh, wasn't properly housed, was going through a lot of shit and I would try to take care of him. So I would meet a lot of people who weren't, who were also living on the streets in Santa Cruz. And a lot of them aren't from Santa Cruz and they would just kind of go there because, you know, a lot of them just basically said like, you know, this place kind of called out to me. And I think there's a specific reason why this kind of place calls out to someone who is vulnerable like that. I think that this place is sort of a, uh, John Keel talks about sort of window areas. I think this is more akin to uh, in Twin Peaks. David Lynch talks about Black Lodges being a potential gateway to a uh, to sort of evil dimension or hell or whatever you want to call it. So I think that uh, Santa Cruz is one of those sort of window thin places where you can kind of. I don't know if you're sensitive to it, you could certainly pick something up from there. It's it's got the place has got bad vibes on the next time. We're going to talk about kind of my theory about what's going on there and why all this stuff. I mean, besides the 37th parallel, why all this stuff is sort of concentrated in that area and why certain people are drawn to it and why I think Santa Cruz is kind of one of these uh, evil hotspots in America. All right until then uh we are cranking off wish you all good luck and i'll talk to you later